on this one, we went a little bit longer than normal. We had the opportunity to talk to Nick Bonner, had a good conversation with him. And then we really dove into each one of the different scenarios from the rescue rally. That's one of the reasons we're doing this podcast. And so we really wanted to give it all its time that it deserved. And on top of it, uh, aerial rescue is just one of those things that we all enjoy training and find a lot of value in. So I hope you guys enjoy it. Uh, Without further ado, we're going to take care of some business and then get right to the episode. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for professional arboriculture advice and should never be relied upon to perform or direct arboricultural work. The Tree Thinking Podcast makes no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, or suitability of any information on this podcast and will not be liable for any damages arising from the use of any information in the practice of arboriculture or tree work. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and their appearance on the podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The podcast and its hosts are not to be held responsible for misuse, cited, and or unsighted copies of the content within this podcast by others. The Tree Thinking Podcast may not be reproduced or distributed without the express written consent of the Tree Thinking Podcast. When the world broke, we were no longer allowed to have social contact unless absolutely necessary. For a lot of us tree climbers, that meant no competitions in 2020. While we tried to figure out what to do, Almost all hope was lost until we heard about the 2020 Rescue Rally. Could we put a team together? Heck, could we even get selected? On this episode of Tree Thinking, we tell the story of how Team Eugene came together, put our best foot forward while trying to not totally embarrass ourselves in the 2020 Rescue Rally. And we're back. This week, we're going to be talking about the 2020 Rescue Rally, which we all had a great time at and look forward to getting into this. But before we get started with that, we'll do some introductions. My name's Andrew. You can find me on Instagram at NWTreeGuy. I'm Corey. You can find me at ShieldCo21. I am Becca. My handle is Rainbow underscore Volcano. I'm Jamie. It's Modern underscore Arb. Awesome. Well, we're going to kick this episode off. It's going to be, it's pretty sweet. We got Nick Bonner of Tree Stuff to come on and talk to us and kind of, we discussed how the idea came about, kind of some of the stuff that we all learned about it. And, and then we get in a little bit to what, what we can expect moving forward from Tree Stuff. It was an awesome conversation. It was, it was great talking to Nick and we'll get into that conversation right now. So here's uh, Nick Bonner with Tree Stuff. All right, uh, we're lucky enough to have Nick Bonner of Tree Stuff on the Tree Thinking Podcast today. Hey, Nick, how's it going? Hi, Andrew. Hi, everyone. We're, hey. uh, we're doing good. Excellent, excellent. Well, we, uh, we had a lot of fun uh, doing the rescue rally, and this whole episode is going to be about breaking it down and kind of from our perspective, and, and we'll go over all the scenarios and go over all that. But for, to get started, we just thought we'd uh, talk with you a little bit, Nick and just get an idea for how the rescue rally came up. And, you know, maybe we'll even get into if you have anything in the future that you wanted to talk about. But to start out, I figure we have three questions that we ask to just kind of get things going. What is your favorite tree? 
what is my favorite tree? Um, wow, that wasn't the first question that I expected. <laughs> um, I have a, uh, a a really big white oak out in the in my backyard, and um, I, I really like that. I've always liked the shape of white oak leaves, but uh, I think uh, maybe the ginkgo is probably my favorite okay. tree, Hold just because I think the fan the fan leaves are. Um, are really unique, and I, I like that it's the oldest living species, you know, that we have that's still alive uh, on Earth. I think that's a really interesting kind of trivia fact about it, and the fact that its leaves are unique. I would say the ginkgo. Cool. Yeah, yeah they're fall colors. The male awesome. ones, not, not, the fem- not the female ones, though, because they <laughs> yeah. don't. Yeah. Good, good no. distinction there. Yeah. And they smell. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Nice. That's a, that's a really good choice. they some of my favorite pictures of trees are those old ginkgos at, at the temples. I think they're old Japanese temples. And, man, just beautiful trees that have been taken care of for hundreds of years. Those are really, those do stand those out. Those yellow halos around yeah. when yeah. the leaves all and fall. the leaf drop, oh, yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. Cool trees. All right, and uh, Nick, what's your, what's your favorite climbing technique? That's our second question. Um. My favorite climbing technique would probably be uh, lead climbing and rock climbing. Oh, uh, okay. climbing rock on climber. the okay. on the on the sharp on the sharp end of the rope. Yeah, uh, and you know, climbing above your anchor and um, pushing. But I, if if we're limiting it to tree climbing, um, I was a a big fan of uh, SRT right from the get go because I I was a rock climber first. I was one of those people that we would shame on tree buzz now um, <laughs> for, you know, doing tree work with a Grigri and a, and a rock climbing rope. Yeah. Um, but, uh, you know, I think my favorite technique would probably be now would be, um, you know, using a mechanical climbing device like a rope runner um, with a foot ascender and a, and a hose or, a, you know, some kind of bungee knee ascender. It's just so efficient. Just rope um, walking. Super easy yeah. to use. Yeah. I think yeah. everybody here, Climbs on the rope runner in a, in a similar uh, fashion. It, it's really hard to beat that. Yeah, setup. and I've I've advanced like on a base tie. I've advanced like lead climb, rock climbing style. You know, just sling and beaner above. You know, each and everything, and just keep going up until your final point. Yeah, yeah, you got to be careful. Yeah, but, yeah. Uh, <laughs> you know, there's ways to bring elements elements of sport into uh, into work sometimes, which yeah. is fun. Yeah, it, it's always interesting. Uh, seeing guys that come in from the rock climbing background because they have a total different perspective on working in height and and then also the feel of a rock compared to the feel of a tree. And did when you first started, did that kind of trip you out? I've known a, a few rock climbers that just did not like the feel of a tree because it moved in the wind and all that kind of stuff. I was um, a tower hand before I was oh. a tree climber. Oh, so man. I went from climbing with you know kind of like 180 degrees of exposure against the cliff to 365 degrees of exposure and you know in the tower you weren't really high until you were above the trees because that's when you would start to feel the wind so um when i went into trees the climbing was very low to me uh, and felt just very kind of you know pedestrian uh, so i was really able to focus on um the technique and and learning i it the height didn't really bother me and the moving didn't either because the, the towers tended to just kind of sway and swing in the wind as well. Yeah, that's a trip. I've always kind of wanted to try it. And I, in my head, I'm like, oh, yeah, I could definitely do that. But those towers are so high, uh, 
that that's got to test you in a different way than uh, being up a tree. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's soulless and boring. <laughs> it it doesn't have anything of anything that makes tree climbing great and wonderful. You know the the way every tree is a different problem and um, yeah. you know it's so unique and it's kind of fun and a different puzzle. You know the towers are all the same. They're just all kind of terrible. <laughs> All right, question three is a tough one. It's, uh, what are you wearing? Uh, I'm almost always wearing the same thing, so it's pretty easy. Uh, <laughs> I usually wear a pair of jeans um, and, a, and a Patagonia R1. Okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, it's either that or a pair of sweatpants and, a, and an R1 or a, or a button-down. All right. Nice. Pretty Perfect. much all the time. You know, uh, I I was worried that might be a little bit more of a dangerous question because it's so much later on the East Coast. You know, <laughs> we don't want to catch you off guard. <laughs> no, you know, I've I've always been a nighttime showerer, so some, this is actually about the time that I shower. Uh, so you you might have gotten me at the wrong time. Okay. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, perfect, perfect. Well, those are the three questions uh, that we've kind of designed to kind of get a feel for who you are as a tree guy. And then also just kind of loosen up the conversation and get people laughing. <laughs> yeah, a lot of fun. So we'll, uh, I guess now we'll start the, the next questions. Uh, first question for you is, uh, how did you first start in the industry here? Oh, um, that's a good question. Uh, I, I want to say that I loved your uh, performance when you were, the voice actor. <laughs> um, you just kept bringing me back and making me laugh so hard as I watched that. And I was like sending people messages. I'm Thank like, this lady. So I was like, she's killing, she's killing me. I'm <laughs> yeah. no, so, kind of like so exasperated. Like, oh, guys, had, are you going to rescue me? <laughs> I had the best time ever that um, whole day. I was just sitting in a tree screaming, like yeah. living out my wildest cicada dreams. <laughs> I wish we could have got some yeah, of the B-roll that, that we had from that there was there was some solid gold uh, in some of those too yeah thank you for that huge compliment i appreciate it <laughs> I, I, uh, uh, to, your, to your question i was a uh, i was a tower climber and i um i didn't really like it very much so my heart wasn't in it and, and i lost my job and uh i went to my rock climbing gym and there was this guy who uh, parked his his car his trucks right um in the parking lot of our rock climbing gym he was a tree trucks and i was like hey you know what man like uh if, if you pay me ten dollars an hour you know i'll come out and i'll work for you until you decide to pay me more uh and i, I have no idea how to run a chainsaw but i can drill a two-inch hole in a brick wall hanging <laughs> from a harness you know like with a right angle drill like i so I, I can operate a tool and i i know how to hang a harness right and he was like you're hired Nice. Um, and that was uh, Parks Tree Service, and you know I worked for Justin and uh, a guy named Chris, um, and just started doing tree work. And you know, very shortly after that, I had a you know a grounds person uh, named Billy, and I was kind of driving a truck by myself, and that was that was the like the beginning of how I got into tree care. If that's is the question. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. It, it's real interesting. Uh, the tree industry, I've, I've known uh, people that have gotten jobs like that. They'll come into a new city and they'll just, you know, figure out who, what uh, company they want to work with. And they'll just tell them, hey, I'll work a day for free. And then tell me what you think. 
And, you know, I don't know yeah. very many other industries that are like that, where you just go to somewhere and be like, I'll work a day for free for you. Do you and then you decide yeah. and ha have that work out. You know, it, it's kind of, it, there's cool stories like that. You ran into a guy in a parking lot and just said, Hey, I'll, I'll work for you. And you, you know, pay me more when it's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> can't do that at a Starbucks or something. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. yeah, especially in tree care where there's so many people that need people. You know, the biggest uh, yeah. the biggest thing that our customers tell us is that they, they can't find the right people. So, you know, if you're a good tree care worker and, and you hate your boss and hate your job, you should go somewhere else because there's somebody that, that wants you. Yeah, for there's sure. a right fit out there for sure. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Yeah. All right. Well, our uh, next question is, uh, you know, when – when the kind of world got crazy, when COVID hit and the economy started tanking, I think most businesses were looking at how they could get conservative and pull back and, you know, really, uh, you know, they weren't getting creative. And then there's Tree Stuff, who's out there coming up with a virtual tree climbing competition, something that's never done before. And you guys are pulling on the trigger on that. So kind of what led to that, that, you know, the, the rescue rally coming around and, you guys deciding that, Hey, let's try something new right now. Yeah. You know, um, when the pandemic hit, obviously everyone was kind of like, you know, what do we do? And, um, they, everybody went into kind of like a freeze time. And, uh, we've always been really big on events at tree stuff and competition is kind of something that's really fun uh, for us and for everyone on the team really enjoys it. Uh, and I think that we were all kind of bummed that it looked like there was going to be no competition. Um, and we really wanted to do something and we wanted to do something virtually. So, you know, we were like, okay, you know, let's have a virtual climbing competition, um, and started thinking about it. And it was really difficult because, uh, how do you, how do you, like, it's not like a hundred yard dash, right? You can't run a hundred meters and I run a hundred meters and we both say it was a hundred meters. Yeah. Uh, the trees are different, you know? Um, so there's really no way to qualify, I think, you know, like an objective winner to events. Um, and that's kind of where we got to aerial rescue as an idea, um, where we could make it super, super, you know, objective on purpose, right. Or super subjective. Um, and it just, you know, after brainstorming with the team, uh, we decided that, that aerial rescue was the right way. And, uh, yeah, it just kind of came about, I guess, I guess I think a really terrible answer. Um, but we just wanted to, to provide something that, you know, gave people the opportunity to get engaged from home, um, get engaged with their crews that they were already working with. You know, we had seen, I think, at the point that we started it, that tree care was still going to be a, um, you know, an essential work. So we knew that the crews were together, but that we couldn't get, like, multiple crews together. Um, so we had to figure out something that people could do with just their group and then a way for people at home uh to get involved and in. yeah the rescue rally is what we came up with it, it worked perfect yeah well that's how we got there uh before the rescue rally hit you know we were having comp con uh, conversations in the field of how are you know uh, a lot of us compete locally and so we were like how can we get a competition you know even if it's just people we know but it you know kept coming back to how are you going to compete against someone if you can't be around someone and uh, you know, we just yeah. weren't, weren't coming up with anything. And so you kind of saved our bacon, you know, when all of a sudden we started seeing the advertisements and emails and, uh, it, we got fired up. It, it was, it was pretty cool and fun for us. And 
it became a work event and be, you know, we, again, it's COVID. So, you know, we're trying to figure out how to do a kind of a crew uh, training. And we're also trying to figure out how to, you know, kind of do a camaraderie team building exercise. And this just hit the nail on the head, uh, especially the first yeah. video we did. We had the supervisor of our section out being, you know, that was the, the homeowner that came out to ask if everything's okay. I mean, we had everybody in the program was uh, plugging in and just wanted to be part of it. And uh, it, it, it really created a, a cool kind of fun energy uh, within the within the team. And then so uh, we work for uh, public works here at Eugene and Right. Even today, I had someone from one of the parks crew come in and be like, hey, man, you know, I heard about that that competition you guys did. That is so cool that you guys came in second in this national competition. Like, Good job, guys. Way to represent. Yeah. You know? So it was, it was really cool. You uh, guys really stood out. I mean, a city crew, you know, from from Eugene just coming out of nowhere. I mean, there were some heavy duty people competing oh, and yeah. uh, you guys killed it. Oh, yeah. No, it was it was a, uh, a lot of fun. You know, we just head down. We were so fired up, man. We're yeah. all sitting at home just, you know, <laughs> ready to go. All the comps are canceled, and then we hear this, and, yeah, yeah, yeah we were ready to go. <laughs> yeah. And we kind of wanted to kind of distinguish ourselves, you know, because, you know, this, the city arborist, arborist has a bit of a reputation. And so this is like, mm-hmm. hey, man, this we're, we're going to represent for our job here for, you know, what we do. So it, it was a lot of fun. Yeah. You've mission accomplished. <laughs> yeah, and the aerial rescue is like, perfect for this kind of competition because you said like it's subjective judging you know like it would be really hard to set up a work climb even if you did parameters and all the stuff like you did like tie-in points are this far from this far all that stuff um yeah rescue was definitely like the perfect one to start off on and i look forward to seeing what else you guys come up with <laughs> well hopefully we yes, do hopefully we're able to come <laughs> up with something new yeah. and unique you know, we always, I think, get worried that, that next time we won't have a good idea or that it'll be a bad idea. So, you know, that always kind of plagues me, that fear. But we'll see what's next. Cool. Oh, I look forward to it. All right. Uh, next question we got. Looking back at the experience, was there anything uh, unexpected that came out of it? Was it good or bad? You know, at first, we it was great. It was definitely a great event. The teams that we had were awesome, right? the amount of um, content that, that our team was able to develop and, and the amount of work that we were able to do with the resources we had, it was a huge win, I think, for everybody. So I mean, thumbs up all around. Um, I think what's really cool is that in addition to having a fun and engaging competition, something that you guys and I think you know nine other teams or 12 other teams were able to get involved in from around the country, um, and then people voted, you know, watched and voted all around, was that we created... Um, essentially like the definitive training resource or lexicon on aerial rescue. Like there's a lot of stuff about how to cut a notch out there, but there's not a lot of stuff about how to conduct a rescue. And there, you know, the ISA has done a great job, right? They have been blazing the trail in aerial rescue training and they deserve a ton of credit for it. But the videos of those events leave a little bit to be desired, right? They're, you know, from they're from friends and, you know, bystanders outside the tape and, and what can they do, right? Um, we produced like 30 videos and, you know, a lot of them are really great, right? Um, and, it, you know, to be able to see like, even like it, there was only three scenarios, like each team kind of approached it differently and had a different tree and a different, you know, strategy. So 
it really is like 30 different rescues. And, you know, I think if you're serious about teaching your crew about aerial rescue or you're serious about learning about it yourself, you should be watching these, not necessarily as like an example of everything perfect to do. There were a lot of mistakes that were made by the team, but um, as a, as a learning exercise, right, you can look back at it and, and learn from it. So I think like that's, if you ask what's surprising that came out of it was that we were able to create such a cool and what I hope will be a durable and lasting uh, training resource for people. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. The, the company I used to work for actually, you know, they do a safety meeting every week and I actually told them like, Hey, go look at all these videos. You know, that could be a safety meeting, pick it apart. What did they do wrong? What did they do? Right. You know, exactly like you're saying, you created this yeah. awesome resource <clears throat> that people could use at their tailgate safety meetings every week. Yeah, you watch one video, you know, a month, right? You do other tailgates, right? You talk about uh-huh. back in the chipper up, things like that, right? But once a month, you watch one of these videos. Uh, and then, you know, what did they do right? What did they do wrong? Yeah, so cool. Yeah. You know, one of the things that stood out for me with these videos is most of the aerial rescue trainings we do, it, you know, you, you get it, someone that climbs up in the tree and then, you know, you're just, you know, talking and there's no intensity to it. But when it was a scenario where you're playing it out, and there's a little bit of pressure because the camera's rolling, so you want to get it, you don't want to mess up. You know, it's nowhere near a pressure of an actual rescue, but it added this el- extra element that, kind, you know, you, you'd find yourself getting into this video and your energy, your adrenaline would start going a little bit, and it, it kind of added a whole yeah. different element to the to the training. It was, it, yeah, the competition is the, the best aerial rescue training I've ever had. You know, it really was because we put yeah. so much time into it, and like you said, we got into it like we were – acting and you would feel the pressures and stuff and yeah the best training well, that role playing that role playing showed and it it really added to it and it was different in you know in, in isa events or other events you see people they run in they got a backpack with a five to one system in and it's, yeah. you know they're like iron man with all their tools coming out of <laughs> yeah. their and it's cool right yeah oh yeah um but like it's not it's not realistic and in these events you know it's kind of like watching like uh like lifetime television documentaries right i mean nobody's yeah. you know like George Clooney out there, but like everybody was, was acting and it was, it was really good and it was suspenseful. And I mean, I feel like my hands were sweating when I was watching the videos and I kept having to like put my hands in my pockets and I'm like, when's this going to end? You know, it was just too, like it was real, there was real like measurable tension and uh, it was, they were so fun to watch. That was another thing, that tension I never expected that. I never expected to feel like suspense or on edge while I was watching them. And I, I, I honestly and truthfully did. I really did. Cool. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. That, that's definitely, we were doing the same thing, you know, mm-hmm. when all the, we'd get all excited. I think the videos are coming out. They'd all come out and we'd sit around in the <laughs> Just shop. hitting refresh on <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then we'd just go through all the videos and break down and be like, oh man, that was a really great trick that that person used right there, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, why didn't we think of that? Why didn't we think of that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah it was, it was a lot of fun. Um, well, that, that kind of wraps up the questions we had for you. Um, I just wanted to uh, throw it out there. If you had any questions, you, you know, you wanted to ask any of us, I figured this would be a good opportunity. Oh yeah. You know, I mean, uh, which, uh, which challenge did you like the best? Which one was the most realistic? Did you think that's two different questions? Which one did you like the best? Scenario three, I think was the most fun. It was, it was a huge challenge. And I remember when we realized we could make the, you know, one side of the V rig, a lowerable system, we were like, Oh, we cracked the code. And then it was so cool to see that other people did that too. You know, 
three was my favorite. It was like, you know, really technical, a lot to think about. And we were practiced and like ready. So that it was a lot of fun. I, I would agree uh, that three was, was a lot of fun. I think the most realistic one was probably one, you know, because I think that's a more realistic situation as far as a, a, a limb catching on somebody funny and uh, having to free that limb off of them. I've actually uh, heard of stories where that happened in real life, you know, not the exact scenario, but where uh, a branch didn't come down as planned and it kind of pinned the guy in the tree. So I think that's probably the most realistic. Yeah, I, I think scenario two is pretty realistic too, though. I mean, I, I, I don't yeah. disagree. Scenario one was super realistic, but I think scenario three, like of all the scenarios, if I had to pick one that would like definitely happen, I think scenario two would, I, I could absolutely see that happening in real life. You know, what's funny is that a couple of weeks after we filmed the scenario two and it came out on the Tree Stuff website, my boss at my other job, that actually happened to him. He did get his ankle stuck. It, he wasn't dangling upside uh-huh. down, screaming, and <laughs> having a great time. But um, <laughs> but he did twist his ankle and get it stuck in a crotch. Oh, no. And it was Ooh. so funny because he was, like, calling me Mandy all day. <laughs> and then that happened to him. I'm like, that's what you get. <laughs> Mandy, I'm on my way. <laughs> yeah. Thankfully, he was able to pull it out without any assistance. But he was like, oh, no, I twisted my ankle. But, uh, yeah, didn't require a rescue. But if he did... I would have known just what to do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, a lot of a lot of tree rescues are, I think, pretty basic. You know, usually people are able to self-rescue. You yeah. know, so we we really wanted to try and find scenarios that were different but plausible, right? That yep, weren't yep. as simple as just like you know, run up, grab, press it, come down, or like run up, kick off, come down. You know, um, so we really tried to make them at least somewhat plausible, but but still kind of push the limit a little and it was really fun to see everybody uh everybody do them and and all the different approaches Uh, another question i have for you guys besides so i think one of the big things that we messed up with the event was the scheduling we didn't uh you guys were asked to do scenario two before scenario one results were given to you and you didn't have any feedback and i think that was just a miss on on my part for when i plotted the dates i just totally biffed it um, but other than that, other than the scheduling and the timing, which I'm sure would have, I hope would have been your first answer, uh, what could we have done better in terms of organizing the event or communicating it to you or presenting it to the public? What do you think we could have improved on? That's a good question. It is. Yeah. Um, hmm. You know, I hate to bring up what you brought up, but yeah. It's a compliment. Yeah, you know, the, <laughs> Silence. The, the schedule was a little on top of it. I know, you know, not just for uh, what you were saying as far as being able to uh, learn from the other one, but, it, you know, it felt like a quick turnaround. Just uh, by the time we got done with one and figured out one, we just had another one. Part of that was because we had a ton going on, you know, so there, there's a couple of them where I was like, man, I wish we had an extra weekend you know, and we could have trained and break this down just a little bit more. That being said, that was probably the perfectionist within me, uh, you know, because really, and the end, they all turned out great. Um, I think um, it would have been, I liked the feedback on the individual score sheets per scenario. Um, and I don't know if this is like not okay, or some people wanted to be anonymous, but I think it would have been interesting to see which judge had given which comment. Hmm. Um, right and like the string of their comments yeah, their comment kinda, history yeah because yeah. i imagine it wasn't just like 
one sentence that they had come up with for the whole thing. But um, yeah, I don't know. Some somewhere in between. That was not something the judges asked for. That was just kind of a procedural decision that I think we made, and and then just just rolled with. Yeah, uh, it was it was really good. But I can certainly understand that. that. Yeah, yeah, it, it was great to get it. I was just like, who said this? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think kind of what. Um, Go ahead. No, no, no. Please continue. Um, I think kind of springboarding off that idea, I think it would have been kind of neat like for a follow-up and for like a further learning opportunity to have like a, a, like a Q&A between like some of the judges and then some of like the participants maybe. I don't know exactly how that would have worked yeah. or anything, but like having some like back and forth between like the participants and then the judges, like if the judges were to ask like, why did you use this scenario? And then like if we were to able to like justify it or, you know, say say why we did what we did and maybe that would have... Um, you know, brought, brought more light to what you're seeing in the videos and kind of would have gotten through like our thought process when we were like doing certain things. I think, I think next time, you know, our judges gave a ton of time. Mm -hmm. I told all the judges that there were not going to be more than six teams, right? And that there were, that I was going to eliminate teams, that there were going to be less videos each time. And it didn't turn out that way. There were 13 teams. I did, we didn't cut, right? So, um, they, they were they were asked to do a lot more than they were originally kind of pitched mm -hmm. and you know I didn't I don't think we had we didn't have the success of the event yet right um, I think now that with the success of this event you know Davy obviously took it very seriously I, I know that some of the other national accounts um, and large tree services were felt left out uh, or felt like maybe they missed it you know missed an opportunity to really show themselves off mm -hmm. so I think we'll probably do the rescue rally again. Um, and I think that we may be able to ask for more commitment from people uh, and, you know, be able to balance that against the success that we had this first time uh, and maybe get, you know, we wanted to do some shows and, and release some of the footage live and we just weren't able to, to make it happen. It, you know, just turned out to be more work, I think, than we were, we were ready for um, at that time. But next year, you know, we'll, we'll certainly try to do stuff like that. We wanted to have like a judge's call, um, you know, maybe we bring in like one person from each team and have like a big roundtable meeting or something. That could be fun. Yeah, that would yeah. be awesome. The fact that we all paused and couldn't really think of anything is like a huge compliment <laughs> yeah. in that this is the first thing of its kind. And you, you guys, you, you did a great job. It was so much fun. We learned a lot and we're very appreciative of uh, you putting in the time. Everyone. Yeah. yeah. I, I've edited oh, I mean, videos what, before. You we were blown away how much time that takes and you know is it kale is that he did all of it uh so kale did all of the editing himself yeah. uh wow. there's there's some help there's some additional help uh from folks like carson uh Gigi and shannon um quincy and uh tracy on things like graphic setup and you know web page things um and then i do a lot of the spreadsheet stuff and the number hacking and kale helps me a lot with that um, and then Kale and Carson do a lot of the kind of like event design with me. Mm -hmm. Um, and the three of us work on those things together. Um, but yeah, Kale does all of the, all of the video editing. Yeah. But yeah, huge workload. And thank you for doing it. Thank you for putting in the time. Yeah. yeah. It, it turned out so It fun. was a lot of fun. I have another, I have another question for you guys. Okay. Yeah. Um, gauge, gauge for me your reaction when Davey had an ambulance. <laughs> 
the first time? Were you like, are you effing kidding me? Or did you throw your hands up in the air? I mean, I threw my hands up in the air. When, they, what? Like, oh, what? when they had the ambulance for the Oh, scenario. yeah. The yeah. baby had an ambulance. <laughs> it, it kind of, you know, the competitive side of me was like, God damn it, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> they, uh, you know, we, what during that scenario too, we had uh, all the wildfires that were happening on the West Coast were hitting right then. And so we, we were, you know, we didn't want to be pulling firefighter resources and we had the firefighter in the one. So the, the second one I was like, Oh, they had to, they had to up our game and we couldn't even respond. Yeah, Cause we had talked about doing that. Yeah. You know? yeah. yeah. But, but hats off to Davey. Yeah, man. Like, yeah. Yeah. That was awesome. We, you know, that was, the, Oh, I like how you did that. <laughs> off to them for, for using an ambulance when it could have been out on the fire line well, yeah, yeah, exactly right i mean they weren't they weren't considerate <laughs> but but honestly that was the video we were always looking you know when the new videos came out we wanted to see what those guys were doing yeah uh because they were it was clear that those guys were the set in the standard and set in the bar and uh, their videos were awesome to they watch. They totally crushed yeah. it. Yeah. But then yeah. every team would surprise us every time. It's yeah. true. Oh, yeah, yeah. true. Everyone did true. really well. And everybody had something that they were just knocking out of the park. Mm -hmm. You know, so, like, uh, if you didn't watch every video and if you didn't try to kind of learn from everyone, then you were missing out on something. Mm -hmm. it, it, was, it was really cool. To kind of go back to the other question you asked, it was one of the things that I – and I, I don't know how you could really do this, but – you know, one of my favorite parts of a competition is getting together with all the other climbers and all the other competitors and trading tricks and, you know, building that camaraderie. And I, I wish we could have done that with uh, this one because it seemed like there was just quality individuals involved and, you know, the judges were awesome. You know, a lot of the judges around here are, you know, I look forward to seeing them at the different competitions. So it would have been great to be able to see the judges and see the other com competitors and just talk tricks and all that stuff. And, for obvious reasons, we couldn't. But uh, yeah, what a what a phenomenal event. Um, you know, I I want to be respectful of your time. We've we've hit about a half hour on this conversation already, so I just want to throw that out there. Um, if you have any other questions, we're happy to answer them. Uh, that being said, uh, I know it's later over there, and if you got to go, uh, I I appreciate your time. No, I think that this is really cool what you guys are doing with. Uh, you know, the podcast or, you know, what is this? It's like radio, right? I guess I think it's really cool. And, um, you know, tree stuff is, is super excited. I do want to talk uh, a little bit about our community expert contest. Yeah. Uh, hopefully you guys get this, this episode released, you know, while we're still running that, but if not, uh, you know, if, if people can check out the content afterwards, but you know, we have a contest where you can, uh, you can make a video teaching how to tie a knot or how to cut a notch or a, a model breakdown of, you know, how top-down rigging works or anything you want, how to sharpen your saw. And um, the more videos you make, the more uh, essentially like accumulated points you can get from likes on your videos where your friends and family can vote or people on social media, whatever. And uh, if you make a bunch of content, you can win uh, one of $3,000 prizes. So it's like, you know, a thousand bucks. Pretty oh, good cool. prize. Yeah. yeah. Awesome. Uh, we're, we're definitely planning on doing some of that. Uh, I'm thinking it wouldn't surprise me if, when we uh, try out the fusions, uh, we'll probably spend some time uh, making some videos while we're all out together and uh, just see see what we can't come up with. I, th I think we've got a couple tricks between us that we can share. Just a couple. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, 
very cool. And, you know, we were, we were so excited to have you guys as competitors in the rescue rally. And, and again, you, you represented your, yourself and your colleagues and, you know, your whole city really well on a national stage. And, um, you know, going up against people like the, the Davy corporate team, uh, you know, that's, that's a real, a real accomplishment. So, uh, thanks for doing that. And thanks for having me on your guys' show. And, uh, you know, I wish you the best of luck. And if there's anything we can do for you at Tree Stuff, just let us know. Thanks, Nick. Thank yeah, you, Nick. Thank you so much. It, uh, yeah, and anytime you guys want to be on or if you have anything you want to talk about or get any word out, uh, we're happy to have you. So, uh, yeah, until we talk to you next time, uh, thanks for coming on Tree Stuff. Or Tree Thinking. <laughs> <laughs> tree, tree Stuff on Tree Thinking. Yeah, yeah, tree Stuff go. on Tree Thinking. <laughs> Sounds good, guys. I'll talk to you soon. Bye. Thanks, Bye. Nick. Bye. See ya. All right. Well, uh, we are back. Uh, that was a great conversation with Nick. Uh, you know, he seems like a pretty down-to-earth tree guy. You know, it was great talking to him, and uh, I, I look forward to a, a lot of the stuff that's uh, coming coming out of Tree Stuff and uh, a lot of the future programs they got going on, it sounds like. Yeah, it was yeah. cool to talk to him in person because I've – I consume a lot of Tree Stuff's content, you know. You oh. always see Nick Bonner, and he seems like quite a character, so it was good to sit down and talk to him and learn a little bit about him, too. He climbed radio towers. Like, I have you know, no, no idea. idea. Yeah. yeah, neither did I. You know, it, uh, that's one of those things, man. Those those things are really freaking high. And, you know, he was saying that they're, it's a boring job, and I've heard that yeah. from other guys that, you know, it's not the best job. You're away from home a lot of time. You don't get to be with your family, but uh, – it's kind of one of those things that I would like to try at I least would once. Like to try yeah, it, you know. it's, go ahead. It's often suggested on my YouTube thing, like suggestions for you, and you <laughs> go down that rabbit hole. But I'm like, nah, yeah. I don't yeah. want to do that. Don't Especially do I that. see the ones where they're at the top of the tower and it's just bolts coming out, right? Yeah. And there's like the nuts on the end of the bolts, and all they're doing is putting a carabiner on and kind of alternating. Yeah. And that's, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how it's done. That's just videos I've seen. Yeah. No. It. It seems really scary. <laughs> yeah, but aren't you just a little curious to see how high you could get on one yeah. of those things? Yeah. Yeah. You know? I think the big difference, and he touched upon it when he was talking about it, is that it's. he said they're all the same. They're basically the same, yeah. whereas trees, like, they're living beings. So they're all, like, have their own unique, they have different bodies, they have different, you know, mm -hmm. issues or non-issues or yeah. fun things about if them. If you're limb walking on a radio tower, you're doing something wrong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, you, it's got a crooked top. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You don't want Back to go cut. too far out on a limb. Get out oh. the angle, Greg. <laughs> yeah. And uh, great selections for favorite trees. Oh, oh yeah. White oak, which shout out to Will. We got two uh, white oaks, mm -hmm. you know. And then Although I think, his, I think his was an eastern white oak, though. So I think it's different. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah, over yeah. There. Okay, white oak's enough. everywhere, yeah. though. Yeah. <laughs> white oak's all around. He's just, everything's white oak. Yeah, and the ginkgo, I mean, that is mm -hmm. uh, that is a great tree. Stone Bomber cold choice. classic right yeah. there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, living fossils. Can't go wrong. Right on. Well, uh, thanks, Nick, for coming on. Yeah. That was a lot of fun. So all of us here were part of every uh, every rescue rally scenario that we did in some way or another. There's a lot of other people on the team. And uh, first of all, I want to thank everybody that helped us uh, with the with the rescue rally. Uh, it was great. It was so much fun. Uh, I think as a group, we became closer. Uh, we our, our aerial rescue skills took one, two, three steps up. Um, and, yeah, I, 
as a program as a program we're better for it so uh again thanks to nick for putting it on i mean what what a great bonding experience like it was like it was like night and day like before and after that like it was just like you'd gone through like this huge like you know team building experience and like all of us were just like jiving so well at the very end of this thing it was just it was like it was there was a lot of stuff that I didn't expect to come out of that. We got so much out of it that I, I never would have pegged. Like, hey, let's do an online competition and actually like get all of this out of it. Like, it's it, it was mind blowing. Yeah, yeah I, I never felt more prepared for a rescue than oh, after yeah. that. Yeah. And it's cool because, like he said, it's it's a lasting thing now. It's it's on YouTube, and you could tell people like, hey, use this, you know, in your safety meetings. Check these videos out. It's it's a uh, content that you can use, learn from, grow from. Yeah, and. Uh, it's, it's one of those things where as a group, we, we were talking about how much we were going to miss competitions and we were trying to think about how we could do it. So when that came along, you know, I remember at first, you know, so let, let's start going chronologically through this. Mm-hmm. At first we all got together and, we, you know, kind of decided we want to do this. And it was kind of like, do we want to do this through the city? Do we want to do this on our own? What are we going to put into making the submission video? Because we're is are we going to get selected? I don't know. Well, let's let's give it a shot. They're only taking six teams. Do you think we can make it? <laughs> just, we just have to beat out just a few people, right? Yeah. <laughs> There's only nine videos up. Just three yeah. people. That's all we have to do. So we went into production mode for that video. Yeah, for for our our application video. Yeah, that was application video. Because as soon as we heard it, we were like, we we need this. Yeah, we have a crazy team with all these people who have expertise and other things like Eric, you know, photographer, videographer, um, brings all that equipment into the mix. Yeah, and then uh, everyone here is just super experienced in the the tree world, yeah. and we are not actors, <laughs> but we wrote a script up and we're like yeah. trying our best. It's like okay, cut, take two. All right, you know. Uh, uh. Well, it was funny because we'd be on the side of the road getting street clearance and be like, "All right, so uh, this is what the scenario says." And okay, uh, maybe maybe then you should say this, and then I'll say, "Well, oh, that won't work." Then you you know, and so we're on the side of the road doing our job, and then lunch would hit, hit or a, a break would hit, and we'd just be sitting there f- typing it out. Typing it out into our phone and, you know, doing our best to get those ideas down. And, and the later part of that was great because we actually started going through the script. Like, we'd be saying, hey, Mandy, Mandy, are you okay? Yeah. How how must that have looked to people? Seeing right. us in our center, <laughs> yeah. in the middle of the street in, in Eugene, and just be like, what are these people doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that guy's around here again yelling at himself. So <laughs> invisible. Kind of chainsaw, Maybe. walking up and down the street. <laughs> yeah. I think the funniest thing about what you're talking about, how uh, you spent so much time trying to figure out what you were going to say and how things were going to play out is that it wasn't until we started, you know, we would meet the Sunday before filming and, and like, kind of walk through what the rescue technique was and what the, like, very loose script of it all would be. And it wasn't until we were actually filming that we worked out kind of these kinks that there were, um, and it really came together. So I think there was... It's just like with the application video. Yeah. I think we kind of like overscripted it at first. Yeah. And it was so yeah. 100%. <laughs> it was yeah, it was it was funny. Yeah. We were so nervous. Like we had no idea what we were up against, right? Yeah. So or we what just, we were doing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> still don't. Still don't. Yeah. We're like, we really got to represent yeah. for this application video. And then, you know, we could have just pulled out our cell phones and been like, hey, you know, we're team Eugene. This is us, you know, and hopefully we would have got selected, but. Yeah, we definitely went for it. Yeah. 
hey, if you're going to do it, you better do it right. Yeah. I think mm-hmm. that, that's a theme that has brought us to right here. You know, <laughs> it, and, and I think we got that from the beginning. It was kind of like, all right, we're going to make this happen. Let's not embarrass ourselves. Yep. Let's do our best to just to show people what we can do. Yeah, I, th- I think one of our big goals, like going into it, was we ha- we just have to do the best that we possibly can. And I feel like you know there were a few hiccups along the way, but I feel like we honestly did that. That was the best product that we could have made given the parameters, given everything that was going on. Like we did, I I feel proud of that. I feel yeah. really proud of that. Oh yeah, no, did I mean that whole process was awesome? But let let's go back to. Scenario one. Scenario one. Yes. We're, we're doing, you know, we've spent the time. We figured out script. We we found the tree. Uh, we brought, <coughs> we, you know, the, bef- the day before we go there. And I think it was me, Becca, and Jamie that day. Were you there? I, w- I didn't make it the, for the training day. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. And so, so Jamie was training, uh, or training was. Maybe uh, we should kind of say what the rescue rally was. I. You know, maybe most people know, but maybe they don't. The, okay. The oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tree Stuff 2020 Rescue Rally was, you know, all competitions got canceled this year. So they held an online aerial rescue competition. I think they, you know, they put it out, put an application video in. We accept, what was it, like 12 teams or something like that? I, yeah, to be honest, I can't remember exactly. But anyway, and the, the, the outline was they were going to have three scenarios. And, you know, each scenario has its specs. You know, this tie-in points this far from this tie-in point. You know, this has to be this high from this. It was it was really cool. It's a subjective competition, but they definitely laid it out to where everyone's video is going to be kind of similar. You know, as much as it can be with trees. <coughs> so that I mean, yeah, that's it. It's an online competition. Yeah. When all competitions were canceled, they came through and did this thing. We were stoked to be a part of it. Yeah, back to scenario one. Yeah, so we were we were training the day before, and you know this is the first time we did it. By scenario two, scenario three, I had a lot more confidence because I'd been through the whole process before. Man, that first day, we none of the lines that we had practiced were fitting like <laughs> you would want them to. We kind of had figured out the plan more or less on how we were going to do it, and we'd run through it what two or three times. We changed a few things, though. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, no, th- through the whole thing, it was evolving. Yeah, yeah. You know, This was like you and I had no sleep that night. That's right. Oh, you yeah, had that, that right. emergency. Yeah. yeah, so we, so there was an emergency job. I, we're crazy. All of us are crazy. We work like six or seven days a week doing tree work. You know, we, you know, there's not a lot of free time. So we find this weekend that's going to work. I, then that night before... I, uh, my son was having a sleepover. I was up till probably 1130 playing video games with the boys, you know, put, send them off to bed, hang out, do my own thing. I probably didn't get to bed till 1230 at night. I, you know, at about, I don't know, one, my phone rings and you know, being a municipal arborist, our job is if there's something wrong, if there's a tree issue in the city, it is on us to take care of it right then. And so I get the call, hey, there's a tree issue. I need you to go check it out. You know, they give me the address. I'm like, all right, I'll swing by. And they say, you know, I'm not sure how big it is. Uh, The police called it in. 
they they didn't leave a car on site, which means if they don't leave someone there, it's probably not a crazy situation that they feel they have to secure. You know, but they said it's a, a, a large uh, branch that's broken over the street. So I head out there, I drive to it, and I it there's this giant big leaf maple, and it's not a large branch. It's a freaking trunk. Yeah. Like 15 feet off the ground. Uh, what, what do you think the DBH of the trunk was? 14, does that sound crazy? I mean, I was thinking it even, does. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking <laughs> even I was thinking bigger. Judging from the Terra, because we did the removal on that afterwards, probably 20s, pushing yeah. 20s. Yeah, it was, and it was at least 60 feet long. Oh, yeah. You know, <laughs> if not longer, honestly, because it was going up, so it ripped out, it didn't break, or it, it broke, but it didn't detach from the trunk, so it broke and rested in a tree on the other side of the street. So I think the log was a 50-foot log that we ended up lowering her. Well, it was the length of the street, you know, sidewalk to sidewalk. Yeah. You yeah, know, so two-lane two residential road. Yeah, so probably 30 feet maybe. Yeah. Is that 30, I, 40 I, feet? I think you – I remember you talking about it initially, and I think it was like 35 feet you were saying. Yeah. It was like 35 to 40 feet somewhere So there. it's – I mean, it is a legitimate predator log. <laughs> that, it, so, I'm, yeah, I'm trying to think. The, and this is all happening in the dark. You know, Jamie has a spotlight that he's shining where oh, I'm wow. working, and I'm in the boom truck, like booming up to doing this extremely technical rigging. Mm -hmm. It was two GRSs. Yeah, two GRCS. Uh, two G Porter apps. Good control rigging. GCRS. Yeah. What is it? Good. Yeah. GRCS. GRCS. Yeah. GRCS. <laughs> Good rigging control system. Yeah. Right. That's right. <laughs> Two yeah. of those. Was Do we have Porter apps set up? There was at least one Porter app because we secured both the ends and then we needed to do the Porter app because we were lowering. After we secured it, we needed to do oh, lower other pieces. Yeah. Yeah. And so it was me, Jamie, and a guy from Parks who is an, Danny's an awesome dude. Mm -hmm. And he's down to get down. Uh, but it's not like we had an experienced arborist there that understand it. Luckily, though, he's down to get down. So if it's, you know, <laughs> two in the morning and we're like, hey, Jamie, can you haul brush? He's like, sweet. Middle of the night, middle of the street, he's hauling brush. Um, but, yeah, I think we were out there for seven hours. Yeah, I feel like it was like 2 a.m. to... And then we just went to work right after, right? Yeah, so I met you guys at the so park at like 11 a.m. No, because no. It, it was a Sunday. Oh, right, okay, yeah. Sunday. Yeah. So, yeah. so it was Saturday night, and then I remember I went home, and I, uh, as I came home, Lacey, Lacey was j still in bed, but she was just kind of waking up. And, and she's like, what are you doing up or something, you know? And I'm like, <laughs> oh, I just, I'm just getting in. I... Uh, you know, I've been working all night, and then she's she's all, no, you haven't. And then she rolls over, and I'm just dirty, pulling <laughs> through here. You know, she's like, you've been out all night. You know, she was just sleeping like a baby. You know, she didn't even know. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. And so I went, I laid down for about an hour. I got an hour's worth of sleep, oh, and then geez. went and met you at the park. Yeah, I I met you guys there at eleven, and I had just like I was coming back from uh, this awesome camping trip, yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "Hello, <laughs> hey, how's it going, guys?" And you're both like, "Ugh, yeah, let's just do this." Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I thought we wanted to do this. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was I, great. I totally forgot that, that was awesome. That was all part, of, and it was so much fun once we started doing it. I remember oh, being yeah. exhausted. But you've kind of pushed past that point of yeah. cranky tired and you're just euphoric tired. <laughs> <laughs>
Yeah, you hit that second wind, and then all the all the good creative juices start flowing. Yeah. But at any rate, we did work it out, and we we got like a really decent framework for when we actually did the filming. We had a pretty solid idea of uh, what we were going to do and how it was going to look yeah. and where you know potential camera angles could be and things like that. So. Yeah, we had the big picture, and everything obviously mm -hmm. changes when everyone gets there, and you're running through it in real time. Yeah, well, yeah. Not only that, but I remember the next morning. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, all right, we we train tomorrow. We're gonna be good to go. Or was it the next morning, or was it two days later? Anyways, that morning I get a text from Jamie. Oh, I broke my finger. <laughs> yeah, you're like, I, I don't right. think I'm gonna be able to do it, dude. Um, I was gonna I, be the climber on the first scenario. Yeah. yeah. So. Andrew comes screaming down the hall, not scream, like literally just like walking <laughs> fast down the hall, looks me right in the eye. And he's like, Jamie's up. Looks like you're in. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, cool. Yeah, yeah. I have well, never even seen this tree before. <laughs> yeah. Well, I got faith in you, man. I, I knew you could do it. And he still crushed it. You totally crush yeah. it. And I knew that I, I think I had the most lines in that first scenario. Yeah. And so I had to remember all these lines. And so I thought it would be harder to be like, Corey, now you got to remember all these cues and all these lines and all these points. No, that, that I knew you'd be able to climb it. Right. You know, and there's a few lines in there for sure. Yeah. But I, I feel like you were, you were pretty instrumental on that. Like you, you guided the cadence of that entire rescue. And that was definitely like, if you hadn't, if, you hadn't been practicing that up to that point. Like that was definitely, I think it was a wise move. It was like putting me as a climber and having you just keep that cadence. Cause otherwise I think it would have been, yeah. It would have, Corey, I, think, you know. I think there's an inter yeah, <laughs> interesting point there about having all these lines to remember. Like we, we scripted it out and people could like pick that apart. Like, Oh, that rescue was so scripted. Yeah. But honestly, like that played a big part in us getting into the role and like, yeah, you know, it just, uh, Definitely helped it feel more real than other times we've done rescue where you just show up and you're like, oh, yeah, I'll come get you down and you go through the motions. But like us actually having it was like a little little theater, you know, in the park. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We should talk a little bit about the actual scenario, I think. <coughs> yeah. In scenario yeah. one. Yeah, go for it. Oh, sure. Yeah, it was. Um, I think we should just talk about all the scenarios. All the but, scenarios. Talk. Yeah. Um, scenario one was interesting. It was a climber. I think he had to be 20 feet off the ground. Name was Dean. Poor Dean. Poor Dean. Dale. Dean Dale. Dean we Dale. Like started calling him Dean Dale because there was some confusion. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm still honestly confused. Which <laughs> I think it was supposed to be Dean. Anyways, he was 20 feet off the ground, and what had happened, we had to find a log that was 10, 10 inches in DBH and at least 6 feet long. It's like, that's a fat log. And what had happened in the scenario is he was cutting and there was a stub on the end of said log that ended up pulling him and his uh, work positioning lanyard into the trunk that he was around. So he was just like suffocating and then there's this log you have to reckon with. So um, that was the scenario we were given. And uh, and then he had a, he had his access line or his, his, his line and he was on a single rope mm -hmm. access line. That was still like the rope and everything was not compromised, and then there was also an access, a double That's rope right. access line mm -hmm. already set up in the tree. Yeah, so we didn't have to set any lines for the rescue, but we did have that heavy log and poor Diener. Yeah, that yeah, was cool. And you know, as soon as we got the scenario, we started going over like how do we how do we do this? You know, mm -hmm. and we came up with ten different ways. Yeah, and we saw those ten different ways in the videos, which was so cool. You know, yeah, yeah. like pull out the chainsaw, cut it, like. 
that's you know <laughs> that's quick and you know I why think, not? I think that was literally one of our first ideas. Let's just yeah. bust out the chainsaw. <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. And we're like, well, maybe that's a little bit too cowboy. Yeah, <laughs> pull out a five to one and lift it off. You know, yeah. I, I don't know. Is that what Davy did? So, some some so, people did that. Yeah. Did lift that. the log. Yeah. Lift the climber. Like you know, lower the climber. All sorts of stuff. You know. So, do we want to tr- pull it up on here? I think we'll be able to play it on YouTube and just funnel the the audio from the computer right through this whole thing. Yeah. Oh. Well, Dude. then we'd have to go through. Well, well, I I say we talk about it, finish talking about it, and then let's just watch it. You know, because what is it? A like a five ten minute, minute ten minute video. Ten minute video. Yeah, it could be fun to kind of watch it, and it's been it's been a while since I've watched these videos and uh, kind of see how how it's done. And hey, if you got any questions, they're all on YouTube. Tree stuff rescue rally or tree stuff twenty twenty rescue rally. Uh, Team Eugene scenario one two and three. They're all on there. Primo quality content right there. It's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> um, one thing I did want to talk about with scenario one that was fun was the, the hiccup that we had that we did run into. Um, I feel like we had a lot of really good takes, and the best one that we sent in ultimately um, did have a little um, – <laughs> we put a wig on the, oh, on the yeah. dummy. Yep. Like, oh, this is funny. This is going to be so funny, but it ended up – um, like, and it says so in the user's manual of the rope runner <laughs> to get your hair, <laughs> get your hair away from it. <laughs> but um, the old, the old hair wig hair got caught into it. Yeah, and yeah. it was yeah. We could just see Corey like doing the descent. <laughs> like, come on, does anybody have some scissors? <laughs> yeah, and he's like, he, honestly, it looked really smooth. Like nobody said anything about that in the comments. That oh, or any of the feedback, so it was seamless. It's true, but it was so. definitely there. Yeah, <laughs> so no. we also like like I stepped away from it. I was like, try to stand in front of the camera. So <laughs> 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 and we never put a wig on the dummy again. Oh, no more, no more wigs. <laughs> the rest of our dummies were bald, even Mandy. <laughs> even Mandy, poor yeah. Mandy. <laughs> oh man! All right, you guys want to check this out? Let's hit it. Sure. All right, all right. Yeah, I'm done. Can all see it real quick, and uh, I'll give it some volume. But let let any commentary is welcome. Now that is some music. That is an <laughs> intro right there. Yeah. <laughs> Want that to be my alarm. Very <sighs> heart one. attack every morning. <laughs> 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 Not really, I missed right, you. Uh, radio okay. Dean is not responding. Uh, everybody assume our I like how our sound effect for a giant log, like hitting the tree, was a little... What's your TikTok, what I got? I don't know how many times I climbed that damn tree. Yeah. Both of them. We had someone whose job was to clap the sticks together. <laughs> 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 you say overproduced? Well, and Honestly, though, we had, yeah, it's and good to have. This is the one that everybody was excited for. We had people down those paths to make sure people wouldn't walk into the shot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know. I just want to point out how dapper that moulet looks. That is, that is an underrated piece of kit right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the petzl nape, but we call it the moulet because it, it's called a nape. Nape. Yep. That makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, that's why we renamed it. <laughs> I like it. I like how you were able to slide the uh, the uh, rope runner right through on the tail there. That, that it's funny. So that's something I've never thought of. 
But now, after this video, like seeing you guys do, I'm like, well, yeah. yeah. So I put my rope runner on. Yeah, it's so much when, easier. When I can, right, yeah. I'll just feed it on. It's so much better than taking it all apart. It was, yeah. It was so slick. Yeah, if you route the rope correctly, you can just slide your rope runner on the end of your rope. Yeah. A little behind the scenes here, Jamie's actually up in the tree, and he's going to be feeding me lines because this is actually the first time I've ever done, competed in an aerial rescue thing, and I'm not that good. I, w- I would disagree with that, dude. You're a badass. Yeah. Well, okay, I'm, I'm not that good at the talking part. Yeah. The climbing's easy. I was trying to mess him up the whole time. He was. You're doing great. Kept saying stuff about hammers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Corey, there's a hammer behind you. <laughs> also, like the video quality, pretty, oh, pretty top notch. I wonder, who, I wonder who did that. It was fun scouting for trees. Yeah. Like this one was like, it's convenient, but it's still a cool tree. But for, was it scenario three? It was really specific, and you and I drove around you know, all day. We met up to like practice, but we ended up just driving around all day looking for the perfect tree. You guys picked it. was like the last spot we found. That was great. You know. I think all the trees were great choices. Oh, yeah. yeah. It, it, we are lucky in the Pacific Northwest, mm-hmm. the options yeah. of trees we have to climb. I'm gonna flake this back so the carabiner's on top. You want to run this over to the border wrap so we're ready to hook it up. Backing up a little bit, that that initial swing. I don't remember what take this was. I think this was like seven. It was one of the last takes we did that day. I was pretty gassed at this point, and so I every other time I hit that swing just fine. Oh yeah, but this was the only one that I missed it on. That's why we chose it. Exactly. We're gonna make we're gonna make this guy with it. We got it because you can. It's not hard, but we're gonna do it. We can see the sweat just dripping down your forehead on that shot. That's why we did it. One of the interesting things about this whole process is I would vocalize, like, all right, we're going to flake all the rope out, and then we're going to flake it back in just to make sure, you know, in a real situation, you're not telling, you know, you'd have to figure out how to explain what you're doing so the judges knew what you were doing. I was a little worried about all of these parts because I feel like I jostled the dummy a little bit more than I wanted to, like the dummy and the log. Uh, yeah, it's a little different when it's like a dummy and not yeah, a real that, tree. Yeah. Dude, that little part there, when I first saw that, how they actually cut to it, you putting the tether on, mm-hmm. you know, I was like, oh, that's the money shot. Yeah. Because that, you know, right away you're secure, the dummy. Yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm going to talk to Corey and see if I can do a patient assessment. Sounds good. Thank you. Ben rocked it. Yeah. And yeah, Ben did that, that was a last minute thing. That yeah. was, the, you know, the firefighters that I had. Uh, talked to to come had stuff come up they weren't able to do it and ben was off that day and so i was texting him and he's like well i don't know if i can make it i gotta get permission from my chief and all this stuff and so i wasn't sure till that day if he was going to show up but sure enough he showed up and and he just crushed it which isn't surprising he's a good arborist too Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. <laughs> oh. 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 Oh
Once he gets that secured to the lower down, we'll uh, grab the tagline, and then after two of us have tightened it up, uh, I'll shift over, and then Becca, you and me, we'll trying to remember it out. lines. Trying to remember <laughs> lines, and then we'll do this. Like You're I saying them with such authority. Yeah, I've really got are. acting skills like Captain Kirk right here. <laughs> <laughs> we will save the dummy. <laughs> Redirect <laughs> the rope. Raise the log. Dean. Oh, Dean. Okay. Dean Dale. Go ahead and touch it. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm going to start. I'm going to connect Dean to my bridge. I said that, but I didn't actually do it because I wanted that log oh, really? to be completely free. So I don't. I don't connect him here yet. I wait until that log is free. Oh, but you do do it. I do do it. Yeah. But I didn't want it. Okay, stay clear. Look at that log go. So smooth. So smooth. Oh, so smooth. Except they called us out on it anyway. All right, let's go clear out that brush. Whatever. All right, coming under, Corey. Copy. I got a rope coming down. All clear. Rope coming down. Okay. So safe. So safe. He's clipped into my bridge. And that's the point where I connected him to my bridge. Mm. But again, part of this was verbalizing the plan so they knew what you were going to do. Even if, in a real scenario, you're just getting it done. They showed your hops yeah. there, Andrew. Yeah, nice. Yeah. Yeah. Basketball all-star Andrew. Yeah. <laughs> Number 24, Myron. Yeah, basketball all-star in my imagination only. <laughs> I can jump higher than I can, so. Yeah. Here's the and this is where we run into a problem. This is where we get the oh, wig and right. the Oh, you can see it. Yeah, you, you can, can see, see it. it. Just a big old wad of hair. Well, and it's funny at the end, you'll see me like put my arm in front of it because I'm trying to block the camera angles because it was so caught <laughs> it was up. Bad, yeah. I still have that wig. Okay, it, so yeah, it's yeah. great. And, and right here, I realize we have a real problem. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I got my hair stuck in a rope runner one time, like pretty bad, and I ended up just. <laughs> it was in there. I tried to like ascend a little more and pull it. Anyways, oh no! I ended up just ripping it out and hoping that a bird would make a nice nest out of it. <laughs> yeah, that's where my bald patch Seen came from. Nice. Plenty yeah. of pictures of that, or like beards getting caught. Yeah, yeah. I used to have long hair, stuff. and I can't tell you how many times I had my hair stuck in ropes. Oh. But it's in the it's in the user's manual. Not yeah, yeah. <laughs> so backing up right in front of yep. the camera, trying With to me block putting it. my yeah, arm yeah. right, hugging the rope run or the rope runner. I was hiding behind the tree here. Like everybody else backs up, but I'm just like, I'm just going to hang out here and hopefully you're they don't notice the head is off the ground right you're, you're, now. You're holding C-spine, or yeah. at least you were, and then you let yeah. it go. <laughs> yeah, so that was the uh, the first scenario. I, I think that turned out pretty well. That was all right. <laughs> Corey's not impressed. It turned out pretty good, too. So uh, what are our takeaways from scenario one? No wigs. No way. <laughs> that was our that was our major thing that we changed. Yeah. Um and then also I think just being flexible in terms of the plan and like being open to when everyone's on site what their ideas are. Because you know, just you me and Jamie being there Andrew uh for the date, the week before, it changed. A lot of things changed when everyone else was out there and we're throwing ideas out, I think. 
the conglomeration of everything made it what yeah. it was. And yeah, yeah. definitely. It, one of the things I really took away from it, uh, I, you know, uh, one, the acting out, like I talked about in the interview with Nick, is the, there's a little bit of an intensity there because you, you don't want to mess up. The cameras are rolling. And while that's not the same intensity that comes in a real uh, rescue scenario, it, it's still something that, you know, kind of gets your blood pumping a little bit. Um, but then the production side, it was, you know, from w where we started trying to figure out stuff and all the, there were so many moments of like, this is not coming together. Mm -hmm. This is going to be bad. <laughs> what did we get ourselves into? And then that was the final product. I mean, that was awesome. Yeah. yeah. That was pretty cool. Legitimately awesome. You know, Davey deserves everything they got. But when, when I saw that video, I was like, I think we might win this. Yeah. You know, I think we might win this scenario here. Uh, <clears throat> You know, I, I was really proud of that. If we hadn't had that wig, we might have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what you're going to do. What are you uh, going to do? Yeah. So scenario two was fun. It was a uh, climber who, I'm just going to be the scenario announcer. Yeah, yeah. He had uh, gotten a brand new saw. Mandy, what was it? Something. Danger. Mandy Danger. Mandy Danger. They <laughs> kept coming up with really fun names for these uh, what, victims. What, what, was, what was Dean's? First oh, and last like name and Speed Demon Dean. Speed Demon, Demon Dean, Dean. Yeah. and yes. Mandy Danger. Mandy had uh, gotten a new saw, was excited. Uh, she had her lanyard, her work positioning lanyard was slack, and she cut her climbing line. And as she cut her climbing line and her lanyard being slack, the way she was stepping, her ankle gets caught in this crotch, twists up, she's stuck hanging upside down, um, and... That is our scenario for two. And she also has a friction saver, saver up top. There is rope in it, but it's not usable. The friction saver is good to go, though, so you can use the friction saver for something. Well, and I don't think they said you could or couldn't use the rope. I think that was us just saying uh, that. Because other teams used it. The, oh, they used, so they used the rest of her rope that was running down to the ground, right? Mm. There was a certain team that did that. I'm not going to but the rope that was in the friction saver was not usable because there wasn't enough to like reach the ground and it wasn't it was like a 10 yeah. foot section what he's saying is that that wasn't in like it no wasn't no like, hey it you can't use no, this rope. no we just it, like yeah. determined it unuseful it, yeah. yeah but it probably should be best management practice you know if, yeah. if you've got a cut rope you know it, the, that core can slide through the cover and you can't inspect that and you're not going to be like in a rescue scenario let's be realistic here you're not going to inspect a rope that's mm -hmm. been cut. Like you're gonna get a brand new rope, and you're gonna get the victim down. Like that's, that's what I think. Just all right. Yeah. So, before we get too much into the actual scenario and us making the, uh, the decisions we made along the way, leading up to this scenario was kind of crazy. Mm -hmm. I feel like this is the one we were least prepared for, mm -hmm. just because I mean, just didn't have the time because yeah. the whole world was burning down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it, the skies were dark with smoke here. I mm -hmm. mean, it was it it felt like a Silent Hill where there was ash floating through the skies. It's kind of crazy, you know. You almost forget even now, but there was ash floating through the skies, coming down like a light snow, and there was ash covering the ground. Yeah. And the wind would blow, and you'd see little dust devils of ash. I mean, I yeah. think what three members of our team were either 
in an evacuation zone or so close to an evacuation zone because of fire? One one got evacuated. Carrie got evacuated, and then me and Eric were in uh, an evacuation zone or just or like right on the edge of an evacuation zone. Yeah, it was it was really intense around here. Yeah. Uh, let's first, uh, you know, all it was a one of the biggest uh, natural disasters that our area has seen that I can remember. Um, cause not only, uh, did we have the holiday farm fire, but there was fires north and south of that. And then when the holiday farm fire first took off, there was 70 mile an hour winds mm-hmm. that just like took this fire and turned it into inferno. Uh, my brother has a house in blue river, which is a town that got burnt to the ground. And I went out there and looked at it. It was burnt to the ground. The The aluminum bus was, the frame was sitting on the ground. There was no wheels, no tires. The Airstream wasn't there. It just burnt the Airstream up. Wow. Uh, you know, glass was melted it, on the ground in the, you know, it, it was, it's so intense. You know, they're still working on all that up there and will be for a while. Yeah. So uh, just a quick shout out to everybody who's working hard to, to help. Uh, everybody bounce back. That's going to be something that this area is dealing with for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah. And in Eugene, we had a windstorm that was knocking down big trees. I mean, we were in full on storm mode uh, for for quite a while in that area. So that was definitely the least prepared of the scenarios uh, for good reasons because something yeah. like the the rescue rally really was not just felt like small potatoes, but was small potatoes for us at, at that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's, it's going to be crazy. Like there's, there's probably enough content for us to do like three podcasts from just this like week and a half of like, time. <laughs> yeah. Like, and it, they're all going to be like, there's, they're so different because it's, there's just, there was so much going on. Yeah. We'll probably do a, a well, we'll do a podcast on the holiday farm fire mm-hmm. and we'll kind of get into, uh, as a group, uh, we all, have, you know, did uh, tree risk assessments and have kind of helped out in different ways with that. And then we'll probably do a podcast on, you know, storm work and the storm work that was involved with that. There was a giant ponderosa pine that was removed in that process to, to uh, just kind of give people a little bit of a teaser of it. It was what, a 160 foot ponderosa pine. It was just a little one. It was, <laughs> it was uh, 60 tons. Is that right? Yeah, they the yeah, the, th- the, the top or the whole thing. No, the picks. the whole thing. The whole I think thing. was sixty tons. Yeah, because the top was. We pretty much did it in two picks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was in two, two cranes. Two, two like cranes. The biggest cranes. We, could we shut down a street for a couple days because you know it was such a crazy time. It took a while to get the cranes there, um, because there's only a couple cranes in the area big enough to do what we needed to do. The the tree had fallen against a building and was hanging out over a $150,000 air conditioning unit on the top of this building. I mean, it, it was uh, really a pretty intense scenario, that alone. And that was just, you know, one situation that all kind of hit at the same time. While people are, you know, not in their houses or, or packing up their stuff because they think, you know, they, there was a, a level three evacuation zone that extended into the city of Springfield. Mm-hmm. You know, that is... Uh, uh, that's real close to home. Real close to home. Backyard. Um, but anyways, I just wanted to uh, kind of give a backdrop on what we were dealing with as we were getting ready for Scenario 2. Not only that, but Jamie and Corey were out of town mm-hmm. 
for for a part of that time. So the planning probably wasn't as intense on the second scenario as it was on the first scenario. Mm-hmm. And our just the mental state was uh, we had fun. It was a lot of fun to do it. It was a cool challenge, and I I like the plan that we came up with. Um, you know, but it, it was different than the first scenario and different than the third scenario. It, it was the best we could do given the circumstances, but it definitely wasn't our A game. That's <laughs> yeah. for damn sure. Well, speak for yourself. Except, except for Mandy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there, for there was a Mandy shining yeah, moment <laughs> within this whole thing. Uh, <laughs> that was the most fun I've ever had. You know, they say it's like it's really good for you and your mental health to just like go somewhere into nature and just scream really loudly. I got to do that. All day. <laughs> in the city. In the city. <laughs> in a tree. People are walking by looking like, what's going on over there? It was fantastic. Yeah. People in Eugene aren't faced by people no, screaming not in the streets. Yeah. <laughs> really, though. Well, it must be a Tuesday. <laughs> For some context, it was since the climber in the scenario was a female and she was conscious as per the scenario, we thought it would be funny to have some... Uh, off-camera Mandy banter. Uh-huh. It was so. great. It was so good. Oh, it, it worked out I great. I got to uh, practice my acting skills and <laughs> yeah. let yeah. my screaming out. It was great. <laughs> All right, so do we want to uh, watch this video and kind of go over it while we watch it? Sure. Do it. All right, let's cue it up and... Oh, yeah, and we had a running chainsaw, too. Yeah, that's yeah. right. That scream. Top tier. Hey, Mandy, I can't really hear you. Can you shut off that saw? Oh, no. Mandy, what happened? That is a great tree. Oh. <laughs> Sean O'Brien, he's going to show up on the podcast one of these days. Oh, yeah. <laughs> A living legend. So this scenario, there was no access line set. Yep. No. Yep. So the first thing to do is to get a line in. Yeah, you could reach, reach the bottom of her cut line, but that was the only thing that was reaching to the ground. Yeah. It's funny, every time I do a rescue training, you realize, like, the best defense or the best plan is to have an access line. Yeah. But it's not that common that Mm-mm. people do it. You know, there's lowerable systems. You know, a lot of us do lowerable base ties and stuff. But in a system like this, that wouldn't have mattered. Cause yeah. I think that's one of the big takeaways from this whole thing. Yeah. Was uh, in most scenarios, I think having that extra access line is equal, if not superior, to having a uh, lowerable system. Yeah. You know, because if you can just go up there and get them down, you can deal with whatever situation they're in up there. But if they hurt themselves when they're lanyarded in, then you can't lower them down on that lowering system. you got to then figure out how to get to them. Yeah. Yeah, and even, like, a throw line, just a throw line set to, like, send up a line is, is way better than having a lowerable system, I think, in my... In my oh, have a throw line Have a throw tree. line set yeah. and yeah. just, like, have a shot preset ready to go. Although the problem with the that tangles. is the yeah. tangle issue. Yeah. It's, it's true, but, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I should really start doing it. Just, like, choose, like, over this height, 
right, put an access line yeah. in. Well, and uh, we've talked about different ways to uh, have a basal tie, and then you pull, you with an alpine butterfly, you attach another rope to your system. Yeah. You know, and so that's a pretty slick way because then you have that basal tie, which we're, if you can just lower them, there's nothing better than that. Mm-hmm. And then you also have another rope An in access it. line, yeah. So you, you got the best of both worlds there. And yeah. how it how it many, takes a little more setup. Uh, going back to the throw, how many shots did – that was your second shot on this one or the first shot? Uh, not sure. I, I think it took two on this take. And then I double bagged, my favorite trick. Great yeah, trick. That's a really good tree. <laughs> yeah, it's my favorite tree. <laughs> so, <laughs> just especially that time of the year. I was asked in an interview, "What's my favorite tree?" And I started talking about this one, like, "Oh, a specific tree." Like, you know, yeah. normally you'd say like a species or something. I was like, right. no, I have, I have I, a specific I, I, tree. I have one tree <laughs> yeah. that I love. Yes. It's this big, beautiful, big leaf maple, kind of tucked away in a park. So you know, it's fun to go rec climb. No one's, you know, bugging you. Super good limb walking. Oh yeah. Get a ladder. <laughs> we don't have ladders. <laughs> this is a climbing competition. Andrew's got every piece of tree gear he owns on. <laughs> and, and, <laughs> and, and, <laughs> right? and, and a few of mine. He was yeah. like, hey, I don't, I don't have enough, man. <laughs> yeah. And then I did yeah. this foot locking over and over and over again. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just like Yeah, you put in work because, like, yeah. Your rope angles were really tough getting out there, setting up everything you had to set up. It was, it was tough for the climber. Yeah. My cl- my climb scenario three, up and down, just yeah. as simple as can be. This was definitely the most taxing of the scenarios for the climber. Well, and, uh, and shot. we picked maybe a harder scenario than we had to. Yeah. You know, and yep. I I take a lot of credit for that because I I I love a good challenge. You know, and so I wanted to yep. I wanted to be able to run up the line. I wanted to be able to do this fun swing in it. I wanted to make it, you know, I figured if we were right next to the tree, if you just go straight up and you're right there, that that's that didn't really seem to be the spirit of the challenge, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and, like, this climbing system that you've got going on there, um, you were pretty adamant that you wanted to climb on that because we, we had talked a lot. Like, me and Jamie were kind of pushing for you to do just single rope on the, on the way up, right? I think I was pushing that? the secret weapon. Yeah, yeah. He was he, he, he was I, pushing the secret weapon? Because I think I tried single rope once, uh, but it the kind of setup and breakdown of that single rope, I can't remember exactly why, but we decided not to go with it because I don't think it was as quick or efficient. Yeah, I just felt like this was the fastest way when you have an access line hanging both ends at you and you can just walk up, clip a hand ascender on, and just go with your with so what it was is it's a dual cammed hand ascender with a climbing line and a rope wrench hanging off of it right so you go up clip it on both sides foot lock up and then when you're ready to climb when you get to your, your destination your tying point whatever you just spike it underneath the hand ascender and then you're off Good it's something swing. I've been wanting to do in that's a fun swing aerial rescue competitions or in the, the ISA competitions. How many times did you make that swing, Andrew? Oh, I have no. Um, <laughs> Twenty thirty. Yeah. Are you just talking about just just for this filming scenario. this, or yeah. just every time we've climbed that tree? Because no, we've climbed it has that tree. Swing envy. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a it's a good swing. 
give them that. You've done that swing. I have. Hey, but you make, it, you make it look a lot better. Than oh, the star of the show, Scott Altenhoff, right oh, there. That's right. Talk about living I'm legends. Living In that legend. shot, John O'Brien and Scott Altenhoff. <laughs> I'm, I'm, amazed the, freaking I'm amazed the camera didn't just melt. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'd also just like to point out we don't have any ladders here because I think that was a scenario, no ladders. But it's, yeah. all, it's all it's all ropes. Just saying. All right, you can probably see my rope. I just dropped it next to you. Yeah, I see that. That's how close I'm getting. We're gonna have you down before you know it. Andrew, Hang you in there. Lo- you got a lot of ropes going on down up there, so just make sure uh, keep an eye on your crossing. Thank you. so what we chose to do (coughs) was set up a climbing line that was base tied with a three to one and a rope wrench as a belay device yes so andrew took um the end of the climb line up with him routed it above the victim put it through he created a chest tether for them because we're like oh it's moving rope they probably didn't have one on so he created a chest tether for them with two loopies put them on routed the line through that into the bridge of their harness so that as Corey and i tensioned the three to one it righted them and pulled them out of the crotch and then we were able to just belay them down with the rope wrench it was a really slick setup yeah it's cool and I think that works if the victim is conscious. You know, you know, you know, you don't have to cradle them or protect their neck or spine or something on the way down. Mm-hmm. And it's faster. I think you're eliminating a potential scenario where they are grabbing at you and causing an extra hazard. Uh, if someone's in pain, they might just try bear hugging you. They might grab at your gear. It's it's like they teach you if you're doing if you're a lifeguard, like you come up behind the victim so they don't grab you and drag you down with the water. Yeah. Or, you know, out of the tree, in this case. Yeah. <laughs> That's exactly what I was thinking of when we were doing this also. That, you know, going through life tra- lifeguard training, they specifically have you come up and grab them from, you know. Yep. <laughs> First time I saw someone using a rope wrench as a lowerable base tie was kind of one of those moments where like, oh, yeah, duh. Why not? It's just friction. Yeah. Yeah. There's the the chest system you guys are setting up. Did we end up just using a couple of slings instead of the chester? Yeah, Mm -hmm. that was a clever. It it, you know it was it was a cool idea to take off my chest harness and put it on. It just took more time than just a couple slings. A lot more fumbling too because you got to get it over their head and they're upside down. Yeah, I think we had thought too like gear that you have on you. Yeah, mm-hmm. most of us climb with a couple loopies. Yeah, everybody's gonna. Everybody has them. Okay. Yeah, that was a nice touch. Now I'm gonna quick clip it to your chest harness. Get right you as we tighten it up. All right, you guys, we're ready to tighten. Got the chainsaw cleared. 
What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna go back up there so I can kind of help free your ankle. It's pretty stuck in there. Okay. Right. Yeah, we don't want to make it any worse. Big breath, Mandy. <laughs> you just kick her up there. <laughs> yeah. Get on up in there. And the head hits the branch there. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, the, my favorite part is when she comes down, her arm folds. Yeah. Oh, now you got a broken wrist. Oh, yeah. oh wow. Well. Oh, well. <laughs> Maybe if you weren't such a dummy. <laughs> All right. Oh, All I right. get it. Yeah, you, yeah, you get that. Yeah. Do you have a tie in oh, and yeah. two different work positioning things going on here? Or just a tie-in and a lanyard? It was just a... I just I think it was just the lanyard and then... The line that had been... Right, here we go. Yeah. Her ankle's free. Let me undo this lanyard and then you guys will be able to bring her down. All right. Let me know. All right, Sean. I'll get Definitely not good, but you're going to be all right, Mandy. Okay. Come on down. I'll make sure her legs are... You can, you can lower her down. She comes down. There she comes. Almost there, Mandy. Almost there. I'm starting to feel kind of cold. All right. Uh, Sounds like she's going into shock when we get her down on the ground here. Let's get her a sweatshirt. Try to keep her warm. I see there it is. Oh, oh, broken, <laughs> <laughs> broken elbow. <laughs> all right, all right. What's your live, Mandy? Yeah. Uh, EMS is here. All right, great. Oh, great. Mandy, hear that? I see him coming. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, just abandon Mandy. I think Sean beat you in acting. Oh, yeah. great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's no shame in Sean beating you in acting. He beats us all in everything. Yeah. 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 <laughs> can't compete with that guy. No. Oh, man. That was a good one. But yeah. I think all of us were like, yeah, it was good. It probably wasn't the best we could do, but it was it was it good. Was it, it was pretty solid. It was it was a, again, given no. what we had to work with and everything, okay. all the stressors we were under, it was the best we could do. For yep. sure. Yeah. I I think it was a solid plan. Mm-hmm. I think we came up with a solid plan. I think it was a great tree. There was just a it could have been if we had the the overall commitment to it and the time we put into it and the focus we had on the other two onto that one, I think it would have been a whole different scenario, to be honest with I, you. I totally mm-hmm. agree. I, uh, I just don't think our heads were in the game nearly as much on that one. And you know what? That's just how it goes sometimes. Yeah, you know, uh, I love the uh, rescue rally, but it is, you know, is what it is. There were bigger fish to fry at the mm-hmm. time, and we, we did our best. And... Uh, but I think everybody agrees out of the three, that was the one that uh, lacked the most. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So All right. Scenario three. <laughs> scenario three. <laughs> so we came into scenario three like, all right, you know, scenario two wasn't. Hor- I mean, we still came in third place, I think, on scenario two. Yep. So it's not like it was that bad. We didn't, you know, we still did good. But we came in like, all right, we're we need- fired up. Yeah. We need yeah. to knock this out of the park. You know, it's we- do, or, do or die time like this. This is it. This is it, and uh, and it was one of the craziest scenarios as well. Uh, do we, you want to explain the scenario oh we're yes, dealing that's with? That's the official scenario. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, so scenario three was uh, Paul victim, poor guy. Um, he, <laughs> he was climbing on a V-rig or N-rig system. Um, so it was a tree. He was, I think, at least, what was it? Like it, 30 to 60 feet above the ground. It was 20 feet above the ground. 20 feet above the ground of a 30 to 60 foot tree. Uh, the, um, no, the, the, the tie-ins. Yeah, the tie-ins. Oh. Or 30 to 60. Yeah. 
So, okay, so it, basically the tree is making a Y, which mm-hmm. is why uh, Paul needed the V-rig. So um, there's a dead limb uh, five feet above him, um, and he has apparently been stung by bees. Not the bees. And oh, it is unknown it. as to whether or not he has an allergy, but he's unconscious, and we can't tell if he's breathing or not, so we have to get him down. Not Paul. No, <laughs> Paul. Um, and like I said, there's no top to the tree. It was like a storm yeah. sh- storm damaged tree, kind of a Y shape. Yep, with a big honking, fatty, dead limb hanging right over where he is dangling. Yeah, unconscious. So, I, think I mentioned earlier, but Andrew and I drove around all day looking for this tree because it, it actually became harder than we thought to find the right tree for this scenario. We could have like you know made believe a little more, but yeah. we, we just came upon this one and it, it just and we w- we would find a tree that was would work great, but it'd be there'd be a bike path right under mm. it or, you know, yeah. something about this scenario would just not fit. Can to you, the, can you set the scene for when you saw this tree and where it is? Like, what was that like when you came upon this tree? <clears throat> well, we had, this was the eighth place we looked something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like tour day. Yeah. No, it, <laughs> and all over town is like, well, let's go check out this park. Let's go look at it. I, I know a tree over here. And finally it was like, well, you know, let's go check uh Gillespie Butte, you know, which is a, uh, it's a a really cool spot, but not a lot of people know about it. It's kind of tucked away, and it's right on the top of the hill, and you can see all of Eugene. You you got views just about in every direction you look. Um, Did you say it was a heritage grove, Eric? Yes, excuse me. One of the uh, Eugene Tree Foundation uh, legacy trees. Legacy, legacy grove. tree. Legacy the whole, grove. Whole grove. Ah. Dedicated. Yeah, yeah. It's pretty awesome. And yeah. it's it's a bunch of. Uh, well, I would say a bunch of large white oaks, but there's small white oaks. There's large mm-hmm. white oaks. It's just a beautiful oak savanna on top of the hill. Um, and as soon as we got there, we j- like that tree would work. That tree would work. That tree. It, it was yeah. like we found it. We just and all day long we we're like we're we're gonna know when we find it. When we find it, it'll just stand out. And sure enough, when we got there, we knew where we. Yeah, and you're we up on it. this butte overlooking Eugene, like just picturesque. It was a yeah. Perfect spot. Spoken mostly cleared by then, so you could actually see the city. Yeah. 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 <laughs> well, it was interesting because the smoke was gone by then, but then the the day we did this scenario, some more smoke just kind of rolled. You know, it was, it was coming like and going. Yep. So it kind of yeah. came back in a little bit for the third scenario. I think you can kind of tell a little bit. I got a great picture of uh, first thing in the morning, the next morning, not to jump too far ahead but where it's just a sunset and it's because the smoke was in the air, Mm -hmm. but it was just a bright, bright morning, you know? But anyways, to get back to it, we find the spot. Okay. This is the spot. Uh, but we spent that whole day looking for a spot instead of training the rescue, which was the original plan. Yeah. 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 We, we thought we had a tree. Uh, we were looking at the walnut tree over at, uh, Maury uh, Jacobs. Maury Jacobs. And we we're oh, like, yeah. this is going to work. And we get there and it's like, this is way too big of a tree. We're, we'd have to pretend, you know, 90% of this tree isn't here. And uh, it'd be hard to film in. Like, it was so full. Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. You'd have to, like, prune the hell out of the thing just to <laughs> film and make a dumb video. <laughs> <laughs> let's, let's hack this heritage tree yeah. apart. Yeah. Just yeah. yeah. <laughs> we still had leaves on the trees at that point. Yep. So, yep. Yeah. And, and so. You know, sweet, we got the perfect location. Crap, we got to figure out what we're doing. Then, you know, the next 
So, well, that day we kind of figured out what we were going to do, like kind of the lowerable system. Yeah, just driving around talking in the car, like yeah. what's the best way theoretically to make this happen? And we came up with this system and it was like, oh, this is how you do it. All right. And I remember thinking, like, hopefully nobody else figures yeah. this out. Because if we, we, cracked, the we code. cracked the code, <laughs> this is exactly what they're going to want. You know, now let's rock it. Uh, unfortunately, a few other people found it. Yeah. <laughs> solved the puzzle, too. Yeah. But, uh, We're not as smart as we think. Yeah. No. But Actually, I think not, unfortunately. That's great that that many oh, yeah. more yeah. people. Oh, no, yeah. 100% true. 100%. You know. And... Uh, for all the Pauls out there. Yep. Yep. We are that smart. It's just there's a lot of other there, there's smart a lot of people. Too. <laughs> <laughs> Turns fair, out there's a lot of people smarter than us also. <laughs> <laughs> Which is not hard to do. Though. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> you said it. Yeah. All right. So the I way I remember it. it is then that week we worked together, we're talking about it. We found the place, you guys, and we're we're going through we're rigging up stuff in our shop. You know, putting a pulley on mm-hmm. a ladder here and a pulley, you know, on the wall here and setting up a V-rig and, like, theoretically, okay, can we lower a crotch like that? Will it work? You know, we figured out. And then the night before we're scheduled to plan, we, you know, we just think, all right, we got to go up there. And I actually had a job I was doing after, after work. Mm-hmm. I was going to, you know, do a, a side job mm-hmm. that I've been putting off forever and so i just had to get it done and it was like all right guys i'm gonna do this job as fast as i can i'm gonna prune this lace leaf with a freaking machete (laughs) (laughs) and then i'll meet you guys up there um yeah so the three of us went there and we just set it up and it was mainly just like we knew what we were gonna do and it was mainly just get the things in the tree and see it make sure it's it's gonna function the way we want it to and i guess another thing we were trying to figure out is what we did was we turned one side of the V-rig into a lowerable system. Basically, he was climbing, or they were climbing on a friction saver with a carabiner instead of, like, a large ring, right? So you could put a, belay, a pulley and a belay line above that, detach their climbing line from that large ring, and then lower belay them down. So we, we were wondering if the way we had it set up, if there was going to be enough rope in their system to get them all the way to the ground. Yep. Or if we're going to have to set up another tie-in point to finish getting them to the ground. And that's ended up ended up being what happened. And we could have changed that. But I liked that we had it in there because it's like, oh, there's a, there's a hiccup here. We need, you know, yeah. we need to get the climber up another side of the tree to finish, you know, getting them to the ground. It was definitely more realistic. And I think better than using like a pole saw. Because <laughs> we had talked about it. We yeah. we'd legitimately yeah. talked about it. But it was like, even with a scabbard on, I just... Sticking a blade near yeah, an unconscious Corey, climber. you are the trash talker of this group. You are the honey I'm, badger. I'm not even. Hey, I'm not even talking about respect it. to everybody that did a great job out there doing it. I'm <laughs> just going to throw that out there. Absolutely, ignore but Corey. We, none of us can stand <laughs> him. Okay, look, none of us. None, none of these guys can stand me. But no, like that was that was a conversation that we had had. Like it, no, it's true. Pol- we pole we pole did think we're, about we were it. like, yeah. let, let's use a pole saw. Maybe that'll work. Grab the ladder. Grab the ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, we can use it. We have a boom truck. Let's use the boom, <laughs> yeah. boom truck. Yeah. So the night before, from my perspective, I show up, and you guys are have already rigged out the tree. You figured it out. I had successfully gotten Eric's thing it tangled up. <laughs> yeah. For more on that, listen to the throwball episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's gold. Comedy gold. Yeah. Hi, Eric. <laughs> 
Interview question. If someone were to loan you a throw, <laughs> <laughs> no. theoretical, purely theoretical. Yeah. So I show up. There's a throw ball stuck in the tree, and and there they say, "Hey, I, you know, this is working great. We're gonna run. Th- you want to see it run through it one more time?" And I'm like, "No, I totally trust you guys. We don't need to run through it." And Corey says, "All right, guys, I have an idea. <laughs> We're gonna change." The whole plan. <laughs> <laughs> it was just because you showed up. I just yeah. I felt like I had to I remember that happening. Yeah. And I remember Jamie, his head almost exploding. <laughs> <laughs> like, <gasps> oh, I hate this guy so and, much. Yeah, it, it, it was kind of like, all right, you know what? Hey, I don't remember. What were you, what were you saying? I, I just remember being like. I blacked you, out. You quite literally in my head. You went off and you're like. Yeah. You, had you, you held it together pretty well, honestly. It, because it was literally the sun is going down in the background. And Corey's like, we can, I'm going to change the whole plan, guys. I think I figured it out. And so it the, was, oh, the it idea was, was to climb up and hook a pole. Which, to be honest, it's not oh, a bad yeah. idea. Yeah, the, the Caribbean. It, it may have worked if the dummy was, that you know, 200 pounds. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. Because uh, so the idea was run up the uh, the side that has the friction uh, hitch on it, put a micro pulley on that onto a line, and so you can pull that down and it'll activate the friction hitch, and you can just slowly lower them down to the ground. And if if that was if that had worked out, if there's a couple hundred more pounds on the system. I think it may have worked out, and that would have been fast and slick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think it would have worked out, but like you guys had mentioned during the, the planning stage, you said, A, if somebody slips while they're, while they're pulling on that friction tender, that friction, the pulley that's, like, tending the friction hitch, they can send the climber, you know, screaming down to the Potentially. ground. Potentially. You can also, the way that we did it, you got the, you moved the climber, the victim, away from underneath that branch that was suspect. So you got him out and away from it. Whereas mm-hmm. in that system, it would have just dropped him straight down underneath it. And right. then you could have moved him, but then you would have been exposing You would have been yourself. under the bees. Yeah. You would have been under the dead wood. Exactly. And we got true. a lot of, like, good positive comments about getting the victim out from under the dead wood and away from the tree completely. Yeah. I just remember reading that yeah. and being like, yeah. I, I just remember... Corey being like, guys, I think we should change the plan. <laughs> <laughs> and Jamie and I just looking at the like yeah. the flames behind his eyes start burning, <laughs> and been like, "All right, uh, Corey, let's just run through it. Let's just get it out of let's your system. Let's, <laughs> let's, 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 let's just let's just yeah. let him indulge yeah. this." Yeah. And so we <laughs> tried it. Thank God it didn't work because if we had to change the whole plan last minute, still though, I yeah. mean, the fact that we're able to all come up and bring a different idea and like at least respect each other enough to try it out. Like, remember the first no, one? Totally. You were like, let's zip line the log down yeah. for scenario one. And we're like, Andrew, with the zip line. Yeah. <laughs> but that's actually not a bad idea. And like, it's funny know. because they ended up calling it a zip Those line when it wasn't <laughs> on the video. <laughs> yeah. But, um, oh, but yeah, no, it it's good to kind of... It worked. Yeah. But trying everything, you know, even if an idea seems like really you know, crazy yep. out there, like not the most efficient, just kind of getting a feel for it, you know, because sometimes what if you only have certain things that accessible mm-hmm. in that scenario? You'd be like, oh, well, you could, in theory, use the pulley. What if you have a boom truck? What if you <laughs> had a ladder? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> All right, yeah. so should we watch it? Yeah, let's, yeah. let's give a peek. All right. See 
have some words. And w- yeah, what I'll say is this by far is my favorite of them. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, we we just it felt like we were on point throughout this whole thing. Oh, so yeah, up this. <laughs> Setting the tone. Hey, you guys want to come over and do the job briefing with us? Oh yeah, That's we right. did a little bonus footage for this one. Yeah. <laughs> a little weekend at Bernie's. Right, it is October 3rd. <laughs> We're at 1234 Emergency Scenario Way. Tree species is an Oregon white oak. Uh, hazards, we have steep hill, cavities, tree condition is a concern. Just try not uh, to laugh the whole time. <laughs> the tree. Ground conditions are a concern. Could be a ground nest, who knows. Uh, for traffic control, we have cones and signs. We will be chipping. Our drop zone is marked. We'll do some rope climbing, rigging. Uh, no special precautions, and for PPE... It's funny, our EMT was on site for the job briefing. <laughs> I think that was some collusion. Right? <laughs> for our aerial rescue, we'll have uh, Corey on 911. Jamie Loudly. Will be the climber. Loudly. And Andrew will plug you in somewhere. Awesome. Uh, Paul, you want to climb this one? <laughs> <laughs> All right, sounds good. Paul, oh, do you want to show them a picture of that the job briefing? Oh, yeah. To our viewers at home? Yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> and it doesn't show up. Yeah, you can just see fingerprints on the iPad. But <laughs> well, you can kind of see it. Yeah. Team Eugene, scenario three, take 22. That's my favorite part. That, yeah. So, so that was actually take 222. <laughs> <laughs> Fun fact for the viewers at home. Yeah. Well, we did 222 takes. We just used 22. 22. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> They've been rolling for 22 seconds and nothing okay, has happened. Roll. <laughs> <laughs> there, there's even an audio cue. I know. Huh. A little Easter egg if you're paying attention. And you've watched, like, Tree Stuff webinars. Um, Andrew's talking about it was advanced. It, it was the double rope climbing or something with Mark Hamill. And... Him and his buddy are climbing this tree, and his buddy, you know, he hands his phone off to, to set up the shot, and his buddy drops his phone from the top of the tree, and it's recording on a live webinar. It's really funny. It's one of at least two little Easter eggs we got in there. Yeah. The other Easter egg is the uh, phone call, the emergency phone call, that actually shows up on two of the videos, but the one that is used in this one <laughs> has no audio from, oh, yeah. from the phone call. It's my fault for screaming. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Paul. That first shot did not hit, but man, the, the second shot. I was stoked. Yeah. It was it perfect. It was just, you know. He almost said stay under it. Get under that wind. Yeah, what is he doing? Does he want everybody to get hurt or something? <laughs> Jamie, are you a bee? <laughs> <laughs> There's a thousand angry bees in the man <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> in high viz. <laughs> really blends in. There's going to be a termination site. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to have pizza with him. He's like, no, honey, only. <laughs> yeah, honey. I kept forgetting the bee hood. <laughs> 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 I feel so claustrophobic. <laughs> <in this thing. laughs> 
That was a, a clutch addition, though. I'm glad that we had that to use. Yeah. That, that made it really safe. Another clutch addition, uh, Johnny Jackhammer over there. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Great soundtrack. Yeah. I, I really, one thing I liked about this is how everybody just fit in. And the, f- the, uh, the kind of workflow on it yeah. is just one to the next. It was just, uh, yeah, working as a team. Yeah, like 200 takes will get you there. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't hit it until about 2.15. That's Dynaglide I'm climbing on. Dynaglide. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best throw line ever. Yeah. I've been hearing it all day today. <laughs> Dynaglide. It was actually pretty nice to use yeah, the Dynaglide today. Yeah, because it's kidding. the best thing ever. Andrew, that was some seriously good role play. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh no, Paul. <laughs> God, we gotta help him. Yeah. It's all about projecting. Yeah. <laughs> oh, there we are. All right, Corey, I gotta get that harness on the belay. Yeah. Could you set this up with the rope runner? Yeah. So that if he doesn't make it all the way to the ground, I can head up and get him. You got it. That's the new Notch Rope Runner Pro, right? Yes, sir. Correct. W- uh, where can you f- <laughs> find that? <laughs> you can find that on the table in front of us. Is where you can find that. Or, or tree stuff. Okay, there you go. Okay. Yeah, I think we used that for all of our scenarios. Not, not the second one. Not the second one? Not the second one. Oh, that's right. We used the, uh, the secret weapon. You're good to go up. Thank you. There were a couple takes where I just totally bongled that, put it on the, the rope. I did too on this third one. Yeah. Sounds good. Hang in there, Paul. We'll have you home to Mandy in no time, buddy. There's the other Easter egg. What a couple. Yep. Yeah. Oh, man. They're both on the mend. Six, their brother Dean. Six months of recovery <laughs> together. <laughs> Workers count, man. <laughs> That's a smooth ascent, Jamie. Yeah, that was pretty good. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> if you like textbook, I guess. <laughs> if you're into that kind of thing, then you're probably listening to this podcast. If you're not, you definitely you definitely haven't made it this far. That is a good idea, man. It's been all around my feet already. All right, sounds good. Belay line is online. I'm going to uh, belay him down on this rig here. I, I like the fact that we I'll did the belay, you know, belayed him down. It, uh, it made it really smooth. And on that V-rig, you know, you're not taking the full weight of them. You're only taking half the weight. <laughs> so it just makes it real smooth and easy, and you can just bring them right down. Yeah, part of the scenario was that there was a porter wrap on the tree, and we debated using that as, you know, a way to belay the climber down. We all kind of determined it puts you at the base of the tree with that sketchy limb there. You know, it's a piece of rigging kit, which, I mean, 
to me. I would I would totally do it in a pinch, but it was just something we decided that if you had someone on belay away from the tree, we could just minimize exposure to all those hazards. And we also thought, well, what if something happens, he falls or whatever, loses the line? Well, we'll have someone backing him up. Yep. <laughs> All right, sounds good. Here he goes. Before you get ready to get Paul, he's coming down. I like the way you sat into it to wait it. Good call. Yeah. All clear. Which I think is realistic, even with a dummy that would be heavier, because uh, the way the system works, you know, you have that. I think. Okay, looks about right. Yeah, rather than standing on your tiptoes. Yeah. Into it. Watch out for that lower limb. Nobody go under there. We don't know if he had a C-spine or anything, guys, so we're going to have to stabilize his neck. I right, think the um, victim care in the third scenario was our best because there was no hair in the rope branch. <laughs> I mean, the rope runner. And there was also no folding arms. or. Yes. <laughs> and we actually took time to do it. We the other it, ones yeah. we didn't really yeah. do we didn't too much. We just handed them off to EMS. Yeah, the yeah. first one, Ben was there, so he kind of went through right. the whole thing, you know, and we we held the head. The second the, one... The handling was good, though. We, we, we had the bag for the foot on the second yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Well, we did our best. Yeah, look at that view. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and you can beautiful. see the smoke back there a little yeah. bit yeah. still, mm -hmm. but... I mean, getting them down in right, under eight here. minutes, that's yeah. pretty legit. That's pretty good. And I remember what you were saying earlier about the uh, the adrenaline kicking in because of the video aspect of it all. And I remember for this take, I was like yeah. actually breathing very heavily because yeah. I was like, this is going so well. We can't screw this up. We can't screw this up. What were you calling Jeff that day? Secret contractor or something? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because yeah, he's hiding behind the tree to stay <laughs> out of the Bob shop. the Builder. And, and, and you just see him, like, pop out oh, periodically. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's a big yellow helmet. <laughs> guys, I think he really is allergic. Drop on a guy's back. That's fun. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All in all, it was uh, really good. So that was the third scenario. Yeah, that... Uh, when we were filming that, it just felt like we were in the zone, you know. Yeah, we had no, it's plenty of. No audio oh, here. okay, yeah, okay, gotcha. Zone. Plenty of practice with the the first two. Yeah, yeah. So that mm -hmm. that was pretty sweet. That that felt really sweet. Um, yeah, I remember that that last scenario. It took a while for us to get a take that we would keep. Mm. You know, that one we had it really refined down. There's 22 takes. Because it, we had it down where if we if right off the bat if we didn't hit a line or if we didn't hit the throw ball shot we just cut right there yeah mm -hmm. a or a lot yeah. of it was I don't feel the urgency like yeah yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, it, yeah. Some for some reason too. we had troubles kind of getting in that that like uh, oh this yeah. is real like this is happening kind of mm -hmm. groove that we wanted on all of our videos you know yeah so we just be like ah I'm not, I'm not feeling it cut. yeah yeah and it, I mean and we had two ropes to set and two shots to make like. Yep. Mm -hmm. from from scratch so mm -hmm. like 
just that alone, I feel like that took up like 10 takes between the t- just those two shots. Well, and I think that our confidence, because we had been through a couple of these and we had been through the whole process of, you know, this, it, we don't know what we're doing at first and it slowly gets better. And next thing you know, you're crushing it. So we had the confidence to be like, no, no, no. I messed mm-hmm. up a line. It wasn't like, well, we messed up the line, but maybe the rest of it will be good and it'll all work out. Mm-hmm. It was like, nope, cut. Or, and that damn jackhammer. I mean, <laughs> it was quiet the it, entire day up until that take. It was, yeah. <laughs> uh, honestly, it, I thought, because it was so loud when it was happening, mm-hmm. but it didn't, it did, I wasn't distracted by it. No. Necessarily. Yeah. And it was better than the blower because the blower happened right before <laughs> the yeah, jackhammer. Yeah, that was loud. Yeah, and that was like a jet turbine up Yeah, that was yeah. intense. But, uh, we probably had, I'll bet we had seven or eight that we finished the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And that by far was the best. It, you mm-hmm. know, it was no contest that we were just crushing it. You know, we did that and we're like, all right, we're done. Yeah. You know, we're not getting better than that. So that was pretty, I, I was pretty stoked, man. At the end of the day, uh, the rescue rally, uh, for all my expectations were just, you know, it was that and then some. Yeah, no, I, yep. I, it was an amazing experience. Um, anybody hel- else have any thoughts on it? Just like what we take away from it. Yeah, yeah. takeaways. I from think not from the episode, but from the. Uh, yeah, I think a big thing is I've done like rescue trainings with people before, and going forward, when I do those again, I'm really going to push that. Hey, let's. This is real. Make it real. Yeah, like your buddy, you know, your brother, your sister, you know, we're 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 all in this together, and they're up there. They're hurt. We got to get them down. So really be urgent because like we've said before, we've gone through the motions where you're just like, get up there, you know, get in position, work the hitch and stuff. But when you add that urgency to it, <coughs> I think that's going to go a long way in like a real scenario, keeping your cool and getting things done. Yep. 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 I, uh, I thought that the scenarios were well thought of and interesting and complex and, um, just aside from the scenarios being interesting, watching, like having us as a team come up with solutions to these problems, but also seeing how many different ways it could be worked out and, and things that are not so desirable to do and things that are like, wow, I really didn't, you know, not just what we came up with, but what all of the teams came up with. Yeah. It was an incredible, like almost an overload of information that I think will be stewing in my brain for quite a while and um just the excitement of it even though it you know uh, obviously is a lot different from a an in-person competition um i still kind of feel like a sense of camaraderie with the community Mm -hmm. at large and most certainly our team uh is stronger and safer as a unit as a result of this having happened so that's my takeaway heck yeah absolutely yeah, my main takeaway is just that access line. Like, that was the the one thing. Like, setting a line takes so long. Mm-hmm. And, like, if you just have an access line or if you have some way to get up into the tree that's not the uh, the climber's primary climb line, like, you're just going to be setting yourself up so much better. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we don't have 22 takes to get them down. <laughs> we, don't, we, we don't. We don't. Yeah. We don't. I mean, a lot of why it was so smooth is because every time it'd be like, well, how about you set up this while I'm running over here? Yep. And, you yeah. Know. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But in a real scenario, like we're not going to, we're not going to be able to do that. Like we're going to be fumbling and we're going to, yeah, something could really go wrong. And think about if, if the adrenaline's pumping that hard just because we're on take three and, you know, imagine the adrenaline, if your buddy's really in that situation, you know, that'd be uh, super intense. So yeah. It, I think that's kind of my takeaway, how real it 
could get if just adding a video camera and a little acting makes it feel that much more real. Imagine if someone's really hurt, how yeah. much real it would be. Yeah. Um, but as far as a practice scenario, I feel like you're probably not going to get any closer to a real life scenario than what that was kind of recreating. Like, I feel like of all the training that I've ever done, that was probably the closest to real life that I've ever you know, like trained for, you know? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I agree. All right. Uh, I don't know. We've been doing this for a while. Do we want to do the the gear review, or do we want to save that one for another day? Do it another time. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm, that's kind of what I'm feeling too. And we just kind of uh, did final thoughts. So I'll just uh, <clears throat> I'll just end it by saying uh, thank you to Tree Stuff, uh, to Nick and Kale, and everybody that uh, made this happen. Uh, our team is a better team because of it. Uh, you know, and I I also want to. Uh, send a huge shout out to all the judges uh, and everybody that w- you know spent their time to you know all the people that went and watched these videos and made comments and uh, you know all those comments from the judges really we took all that to heart and that made us better climbers and made us a better team so huge thank you to all you guys uh, shout out to Davey uh, Tree you guys rocked this competition um you made three videos that you should be very proud of and uh it you guys really were the ones that we were looking at you guys set the bar and so it was it was awesome being a part of this with you and congratulations on winning it and it uh thank you to everybody that took the time it's a lot of work to make these videos uh and a lot of people made some awesome videos so big thank you to everybody that was a part of this um and i think that's all i got uh yeah everybody uh remember to stay safe and watch your top knot <laughs>